on the June 2nd episode of Awesome Today. Songs, movies, shows, podcasts and more. Pro tip, shape before you put on your fishnets. Awesome Today is a daily list of things which we find somewhat or completely awesome, that are somehow affiliated with today's date. Just the awesome things we've been introduced to, discovered, or rediscovered. This show is mildly scripted, barely edited and sometimes a skosh offensive. Enjoy the banter, and have an awesome today. Hi. Hello, and welcome to Awesome Today. Awesome Today. June 2nd, the 154th day of this leap year, 207 days from Christmas. Please keep your spending on us below $50 a person. <laughs> Fair? That's fair. Why does that make my blood run cold? Any, any countdown <laughs> till Christmas, I'm like, what? 207 right. days, that's it? And I you, hate it. you shop ahead of time. Think about how us last minuteers feel. I'm not as last minute as you, but I there are people who get their shopping done by Halloween, and I am not one of those people. Mm. But 207 days still feels pretty much like it's around yeah. the corner. <laughs> so what is awesome today? What is awesome today? Beyond the intro that people are already going to hear by the time we get to this part. This is most simply, without uh, trying to dissect the show, this is the third and we believe final test endeavor towards what will ultimately end up being a second production that comes from Sorta of Awesome Media. Yeah, we're super excited about it. We have been brainstorming so much behind the scenes, off camera, off mic. And this is a concept I'm really digging. It's it's going to be, if nothing else, it'll be fun. Even if yeah. it's a magnificent non-impressor, it's still going to be fun, at least for a time. We'll just, no, no requirements, much like my uh, producing and editing. No requirements, no expectations. We're just going to throw it out there for a little bit and see how things go. But we do have several more things. We've learned so much oh my gosh. in the last two months, but there are several more things that we're going to iron through. Yes, for sure. So this show is hopefully for each day, it will be things, which this is really weird because we're recording a day in advance and we blew it earlier. We looked up all the cool things <laughs> for today that you won't see until tomorrow, which will be the inappropriate day. So we had to rework a little bit of, yes. of prep on things, but it's the things... History, pop culture, media, whatever, or just our lives. It's things that we think are awesome today and totally. worth talking about a little bit. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited. It's a little bit more researched than what we've done in the past, but still pretty loose. Still pretty loose. A little so, loose and goosey. All right. Starting out yep. down the list, and, and at least for today, maybe never again, or maybe always, this is in chronological order for the day, not necessarily order of favorite. Yeah. But just in history. So on this day, mm -hmm. on June 2nd, 1851, Maine became the first U.S. state to enact a law prohibiting alcohol. I'm a uh, question mark of what's awesome about that. Here's what's awesome. <laughs> we know who the buttholes are to blame for prohibition. <laughs> it's always good to know where to point the finger. Ask anybody in corporate America. All the way up to Maine. All the way okay. to Maine. All right. Jerks. All right. Hmm. Who would have guessed it? 
I, I wouldn't have, and I'm only angry now that I know. Okay. But it's awesome to be able to know who to direct it at, so I'm yes. good there. Okay. Okay, 1833, June 2nd, 1833, the first baseball game, what? You made a funny face. No, keep going. The first baseball game under electric lights was played in Fort Wayne, Indiana. My questioning face was... There was electric lights in 1833? Evidently, and prolific enough to play a baseball game under them. The real question was, by the way that this was phrased as I found it, they were explicit about under electric lights, which makes me ask, what in the hell did they play under before? Did did they have torches, and did they try (laughs) random things on the way there? (laughs) Stop it, you're burning down the center fielder. Sorry. Um, I had no idea the electric light was invented or... Uh, had the capacity to light a baseball field by 1833. Well, evidently enough so to eke through a game. I don't oh, imagine it was wonderful. Um, probably oh. a lot of complaints along the way. and Yeah. Hmm. But it happened. Well, if you love sports ball enough, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. This is true. Just look at where we've made it to from there. That's right. Okay, June 2nd, 1833. P.T. Barnum and his circus began their first tour of the U.S. Okay, pop quiz. Yes. There is a Broadway musical based on the life... And I'm such the Broadway musical expert. Roll it at me here. Based on the life um, and creation of the circus by P.T. Barnum, I was in that musical my senior year in high school. Not on Broadway. It was really far off Broadway. Yeah. All the way to small town, Oklahoma. There is a street in that town named Broadway. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did you remember that? Every town has a Broadway, right? That's a pretty major street in my hometown. Anyway, what's the name of that musical? I have no clue. I could make things up, but for the sake of sanity and time, I probably shouldn't. You don't even have to make anything up. This is Occam's Razor of Answers. The name of that musical is Barnum. Barnum, okay. Yeah. And I was in it, a chorus girl. I got to wear fishnet stockings on stage. That's where we got those. (laughs) Yeah, they stopped fitting a long time ago. I'll say one thing. When I wear them, it looks really funny to see my leg hairs poking through. (laughs) But our friend Andy Duty, my dear friend, your friend Andy, Mm -hmm. played the lead. Played the P.T. Barnum. Of course he did. He was fantastic. He is. Next time I see him, I'm going to require recitation of one line, and I'll bet he still remembers it, because yes. that man has a magnificent mind. I could, I got music, I got the score playing in my mind right now, I'm not going to sing it for you. Okay, well go ahead, I can nope. edit, not really, later. <laughs> no, well, let's keep it rolling. Okay, June 2nd, 1899, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid conduct their first train robbery at least that we're aware of. They made off with somewhere between $30,000 and $60,000, which when you bring that into today's equivalency, that little venture brought home between $845,000 and $169 million. Wow. Right? Um, So in Reddit subculture, Mm -hmm. there's a phrase that gets shortened to the acronym TIL, Today I Learned. Yes. Okay, today I learned Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were real people. I thought it was a TV show. Well, it is that also. It is that also. Movies, documentaries, (laughs) all the things. And that being said, yeah, um, 
I, here's how I, and I probably do things in a cheaty, ineffective way often. Mm -hmm. But if I'm interested as someone listening to this or myself talking about it, and later on this evening in a moment of insomnia, I'm like, what can I watch? From the home screen mm -hmm. on the Roku, you can search that, Butch Cassidy, and it will bring up all of the different places that have uh, yeah. a show, something to do with him. And right. so I looked at that, and if I was really industrious, which maybe later I get to be, in the show notes somewhere I would include places and things and all that. Um, I, I hesitate to do things like that, though, because I give you guys more credit than that. If you're powerful enough to push play on a podcast, surely, to goodness, <laughs> if you're interested in something about him, just the idea that, oh, there are movies and yes. documentaries and things, and you're interested, I'm betting you can find it pretty quickly, probably faster mm -hmm. than I can explain it. Now, I'm not saying this about the superstars, but about the general public, you'd be surprised. Well, I'm guessing if anybody's struggling, that they can find a better explanation than I can give on Cora. <laughs> you love Cora. I find it weirdo. hilarious. I don't <laughs> trust it for anything other than entertainment, but I find it hilarious. Okay, moving on. Okay. Um, now, this isn't so much awesome, but it's fascinating to me. As a, I'm, I'm a person who is perpetually fascinated by the things that we did just as, okay, yeah, this is acceptable. Like when I was a kid and... I stood up in the front seat of the car as we drove, and the, the side forearm was the equivalency of a seatbelt when somebody was going to stop short. Yeah. That humanity survived that. <laughs> That's a fascinating thing. So this almost, I mean, it, it ties in with that. In, in June 2nd, 1931, a suspension bridge in France collapsed, killing 10 people during its testing period. During its testing. That means testing was with... Live, live humans, humans, whether it was, okay, we're just going to test these 10 people first. God <laughs> damn. Okay, shut it down. Oh, man. That's amazing. That's pretty not awesome. Mm -hmm. You're one of your twins. Okay, one moment. Lurkily at the back door. <laughs> one of the twins <laughs> had to get rid of a creeper. Yes, they are creepers for sure. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. So that was 1931. Okay. We're moving we forward go to in time. June 2nd, 1935. Okay. Babe Ruth retires. Yes. Babe Ruth being the great Bambino, the Sultan of Swing, Hall of Fame baseball legend Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. And I'm not a baseball fan, but I know about him. Yeah. Um, he played 22 seasons. That's a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. Um, and my teleprompter just went off. He played 22 seasons. He hit 714 home runs. But during that 22 seasons, 10 of those, they won the World Series, wherever he was. Whoa. Which means 45% of pro his professional career, his team was the best in the world, or at least as the U.S. would view the world. Yikes. That's a lot of winning. That is. Can no you wonder, imagine? No wonder he's the Sultan of Swing. Right. There's probably a million other, I know there's a million other stats to quote and celebrate, but that's pretty amazing. It is. It definitely is. This one I feel like will happily trigger you. Mm -hmm. 1953, June 2nd, 1953, Elizabeth was crowned Queen of England yes. at Westminster Abbey. Now, I'm an idiot about some things. 
I've never heard you say that sentence before. It's, you have. have. I admit when I've been stupid about something, I have never really had a lot of interest in the British royalty. Okay. And so, and I've never had circumstance in life that required study or learning much of any detail. So I've just never really known or paid a lot of attention or wondered or anything until I saw this and I did a little reading. I'm dumb. I had no idea that beyond being queen of the UK, that this includes Canada, Australia, New Zealand, her other realms and territories, which I'm sure is many and numerable. Yes. Uh, that's, that's amazing. But besides my ignorance and my own amazement at my ignorance and facts that everyone else knew, does this happily trigger anything in your life? Thank you. Thank you for asking. Yes. Yes, and I love Queen Elizabeth II. I had probably neutral feelings towards her until I watched The Crown, and then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, she's amazing. Um, and so there's a reference. There's a show. If you haven't watched The Crown, oh, Megan's yes. recommending The Crown. Yeah, I feel like most people have. If you haven't, why not? You watched it with me. You Part of it, most of it. labored through it with me. Yeah. Um, but... It is fascinating to me that those that those are still in her purview, I guess. Mm-hmm. All of those yeah. places. Yeah, that, that's the amazing thing to me. Not that she once was no. queen or, or that queens and kings would have been, but that still in right. current modern day where everybody's like, no, I want to do my thing, that yeah. she's still recognized. Okay, well, speaking of the British royal crown, mm-hmm. over the weekend I began binge listening to a podcast that's come highly recommended to me, but I, I never checked out because I kind of like you, like I'm not a big royalty person. I don't follow the British Royal family that closely other than the headlines you see at the grocery store. Check right. out. Yes. Um, but there's a podcast produced by the, um, by Aaron Mankey's company. He of course has the podcast lore L O R E, which is a telling of like creepy stories, um, legends, those types of things. But anyway, the name of this podcast is called Noble Blood, and it tells these stories from nobility, from history, stories you maybe have never heard before, or you think you knew the story of the person, and they really dig in. Mm-hmm. Dana Schwartz is an author, and she hosts it, and it is fascinating. I can't stop listening to it. I am like, who even am I? I didn't even know I liked royal stuff, and now I'm completely obsessed, and I find myself side-googling. It's hard to get anything done while I'm listening because I'm Googling all of these things. I feel like I now know more about royalty through history than I've ever known, and I still only know about that much. Right, right. So. And it is it is good. This is one that you recommended that I have listened to some of. I have not power-listened it. Yeah. But I've listened to some of. Yeah. It's really good. It's good. I appreciate deeply anytime somebody comes in to present a perspective without trying to guide you down their path. No. They're just, here are some things. Here's maybe, I'll even accept, here's a suggestion of a a possible thing that I kind of like. Yeah. But I don't want somebody delivering me their agenda that makes me mad. And this person doesn't do that. They do a good job. And so... Yeah, it's it's good stuff. So again, it's called Noble Blood. I'm sure I'll talk about it on the main show at some point. But heads up for the superstars. That's really good. Right on. Moving on to June 2nd, 1962. Number one on the Billboard charts is Ray Charles' song, I Can't Stop Loving You. I love that. 
It's a good song. Ray Charles is a a fantastically gifted, celebrated musician of our past. We are big Ray Charles people. Mm -hmm. Kyle and I are. I feel feel like our kids are going to grow up knowing. They may hate it, but they'll know it. They'll know it. And I think they like it. Who doesn't like Ray Charles? Who doesn't like Ray Charles, for crying out loud? Seriously, but I can't stop loving you. That's. And again, certainly you have opportunity to go visit that song to refresh yourself of its goodness. And we have the, is it 2004 movie, Ray? Yes. With Jamie Jamie Foxx, who I think may be one of the most highly under-celebrated, gifted actors of of Hollywood. thousand percent, yes. True, true, true. Does a great job with that. It's a great movie. It is available on all the things, though you may have to... Pay or be a subscribed member to stuff. Sure. So, um, this one, honestly, it's it's close to the top of my favorites just because of the bizarrety of it. Okay. Um, June 2nd, 1985, Tommy Sant mm-hmm. was ejected from a Major League Baseball game before the National Anthem was played. Now... Of all the sports that exist, mm-hmm. baseball may, may be the one most most rife, most filled with my people, the rednecks. Really? Yes. Well, if you don't consider NASCAR a sport, maybe. Well, is, is but the sheer the sheer numbers. I'm not talking about the the crowd that watches. Okay. Not that, and by per capita and percentage, the drivers are probably more redneck than any other sport. But mm-hmm. I don't. One, I don't really view that as a sport. Okay. It's a skill, for sure. Okay. Um, I don't view it as a sport. Okay. But within baseball, the number the number of players, I think the real magic is it's the number of players that are complete hayseed, hillbilly, redneck folk. Really? That doesn't carry over in, okay. in necessity to the audience. Okay. Interesting. Whereas NASCAR, it's rednecks watching rednecks. <laughs> Uh, Baseball is everyone watching people, many of which whom are rednecks. Okay. All so right. I, I can envision it's only a redneck that can get kicked out of the event before the national anthem even plays. Did you do a little side Yeah. Thing? They played the day before. They had a, a repeat umpire, and he was he was griping at him about a call he'd made the night before, and he ejected him <laughs> in the pregame. So. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, to have that kind of power. That's awesome. I'd love to, I'd love to have something like that on my resume. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm reticent to include this one. You hate it. I hate it. June second, two thousand. Garth Brooks, country music person, Garth Brooks, his album Double Live was certified at 13 million in sales, matching the current record for sales of a live album. Mm -hmm. That was today, 20 years ago. I'm shameless. Yep. I'm sure you are. (laughs) I love shameless. You want to know why he's shameless? Oh, no. (laughs) He's not even a real cowboy, dang it. It's a dime store knockoff. I have an inexplicable, completely unjustifiable love for regard. Yeah. <laughs> said Kyle. I hate him. I won't deny. I absolutely won't deny that the man is a fantastic entertainer. He's proven that time and again. Yeah. He is a top-notch entertainer. To me, much like Sinatra, 
who wasn't a gifted voice. No. He was a stellar entertainer. Yeah. And while I won't equate the two, I will say that Garth is very high on that list of true entertainers. And I give him full credit for that. I just don't like false advertising. <laughs> He's not a cowboy. I don't care if he saw a cow once or owns a horse yeah. or grew up in Oklahoma, which he did. Yeah. I think it's it's about as real as Confederate money is today. It just, it ain't a thing, man. I don't buy it. Oh. Go away. Go somewhere else. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Brooks. I'm not. <laughs> you should be, though, sir. You should be. <laughs> Got me all spun up. That's the most impassioned you've gotten since we started recording. I know. I know. All right. Maybe we should just make a podcast about things that <laughs> tick me off. There's a long <laughs> list. We've got a few years of episodes. <laughs> This one I love, and this was one that I've, I regularly, for the last 18 years, have intermittently forgotten how much I've loved, but I have revisited mm. every time that I've remembered. Yeah. June 2nd, 2002, the crime drama The Wire debuted on HBO. You love a crime drama. I do, but that one did it. In a superlative manner. Oh, As is sure. known by everybody. It's, this is not an announcement to anybody that didn't know. It's a reminder. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like um, Hall of Fame for the modern television right? era, for sure. Right. When you uh, when you scroll through on the, on the Roku, and I'm sure other devices as well, when you scroll through the HBO shows, if you've subscribed, the things that you can watch on demand, that's like... One of the things that never goes away. Never. The wire is always on the list somewhere. For sure, for sure. Yeah. As it should be. Mm -hmm. As it should be. With the introduction, at least to me, um, that was the first time I'd seen, I'm going to butcher Idris. Idris Elba? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I ever saw him. And he was really good in that. And I'm sure it was a springboard for him. Yeah. He's good. He's been yes. in a lot of things since, and I've enjoyed most of them. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. And that brings us to... This is for us. Yes. Not necessarily that it happened. It just happened for us today. We were reminded and reintroduced to the awesomeness of House of Pain's 1989 song, Jump Around. Yep. You know it. You're singing it in your head. Right yeah. Now. If yes. you're not, you will. As soon as you go remind yourself of what it is and listen to it. Yeah. This was produced by DJ Muggs of the hip-hop group Cypress Hill, mm -hmm. who has also covered the song. It became a hit, though they first introduced it in 89. It became a hit in 92. This was a very transitional period oh, yeah. uh, in the music industry. And there's there's even, I'll, I, what's the name of it? L.A. something that's on Netflix right now. L.A. Originals? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They reference House of Pain and Cypress Hill and, and, and talk kind of in a, a tertiary manner about some of, of this interesting uprise that was going on in music. Yeah. Um, a shaking up of status quo with actual interesting new good yes. quality, which we need to have happen again soon. Yes, please. Um, that song, so it was a hit in 92, hitting, reaching number three. It's been on every list in the world since then. VH1's, uh, it was number 24 on VH1's, 
100 Greatest Songs of the 90s. Mm. Uh, it's number 66 on their list of 100 Greatest Songs of Hip Hop. Okay. And that's just a few of the many lists Dang. that it's been on. Yeah. Um, and I found interesting, DJ Muggs, who produced it, has stated that he originally, you know, he was a member of, of Cypress Hill, and he originally produced it for them. And I don't think they were recording at the time and weren't interested in yeah. heading back to the studio for that. Um, so he... he he presented it to Ice Cube, who turned it down. Okay. Is that right? Ice Cube? Yeah, Ice Cube, who turned it down, and then finally landed on House of Pain. And, of course, they did wonderful things with it. Yes. Um, it's a very interesting blend of rap and rock, and it is just pretty much awesome. It really is. Yeah. And you turned it on for me earlier today. Yes. And our little Nico man happened to be in the room, and even he started doing a little. He was embarrassed around. at first and wanted to bury his head between your shins. Yes. Because he was, he was holding himself up uh -huh. on your legs and head, but then he pulled back out of the shell and he he was smiling, <laughs> got a little head bob going on with it. You can't help it. You cannot help it. It's a it. good energizer. Good way to start your day, maybe. That's right. That's right. All right. There's a lot of awesome today. There's a lot of awesome today. I think there's a lot of awesome every day if we can just find a way to grab it. That's sort of what we've been trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, have an awesome today already, would you? Please do. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Jumping was a big thing in 90s hip-hop. It is good exercise. Can the music of the 2000s be blamed for the obesity epidemic?